Blog Talk Radio.
Shalom, shalom, shalom. I never know. And it's the end of the song. There's another one coming out. <laughs> you gonna say shalom? And thank everybody for joining us and coming back to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Barnabas. With me today is Shava. And hopefully, Gabarkawa will be calling in. Um, but we'd like to thank everybody for joining us on another blessed Sabbath day. It's Friday sundown. This is the day that we come together to start the uh uh, the Sabbath day to start on that path to honor the Most High. Friday, Saturday, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown will be those days. So as we start tonight, there'll be other, you know, we have the Houston camp and San Antonio camp and other brothers uh, throughout the Four Corners that will be hosting the um, the Sabbath service. Um, most of them in the daytime. I think classes start about ten o'clock from ten to ten to one o'clock somewhere on those areas that they start. And then they go in to the, to the to the sunset, you know, to sundown, actually, and that'll be the Sabbath day. But if you can, if you're in the, uh, the San Antonio area, or if you're in the Houston area, or if you're in the Virginia area, you know, please feel free. I know Mashaba and uh, Gabar Kawab, Thomas Paul, on their shows, they definitely list uh, the address the addresses of the different locations. They're always uh, promoting, you know, what I'm saying the classes that are going on, things like that. So. You know, just don't sit back on the radio, you know what I'm saying, or sit at home when there's more that you can now tune into. Um, you know, you can get involved. I know we got Prim coming up. We got Hanukkah, I mean, uh, Passover coming up. You know what I'm saying? This year, Passover is going to be held in uh, uh, Virginia. And the brothers are, are posting the, the, the VIP. Uh, they're, uh, you, know, you know, looking out collections, looking out people to come join. So if you can't get out to go make it, no, these are the times that the Most High says that we're supposed to gather together. We're supposed to come together. We're supposed to uh, celebrate together. We're supposed to now commune with one another. These are things that we should be focusing on doing so that we can now uh, come together, get to know each other more, be around each other now, work together. Things if you're not, if we're not getting together, there's no way to know them to labor among you, like the scriptures say. To know them that labor among you. I can't get to know you if I don't uh, open up my door, leave my home, get out to these different events, get out to where Israel's congregating so we can get to know each other on those personal levels. Then if we was focusing on doing those things, it wouldn't just be feeling like well, it's just camp or it's politics or all of the different things that we come up with. 
It doesn't have to be that. It could be families communing together. It could be neighbors getting to know one another. It could be all those different things. But I got to now make that – we got to all make those steps to now come out, get around each other, and join and uh, uh, gather with each other. So the topic that we wanted to go over tonight is one that um, it, it's, it's inspired by conversations that we've been having um, as far as unif- not so much being unified, but also but being unified with the Father, being able to trust the Father, and now build a, to put myself in a position where I can remember and understand what the um, – the purpose of what we were here, what we're supposed to be, what we the reason we came into the truth. We came to serve the most high, understanding what things that the father looked at and he appreciated, he looked at was important to him. And if these are the things that were important to him, if it was the brotherhood, if it was the unity, if it was the um not if if it was being that it is, the brotherhood, it's the unity, it's the um it's coming together, it's trusting the most high. I don't always have to have an answer to everything, but sometimes you have to go through things and you have to trust the spirit of what the most high is doing, how he's directing it, and that the outcome is going to benefit you if you trust the father and now or trust the process of what the father has us doing. And the reason I went there because it it, it, it led me back to what we led we started out with a conversation about a sister or a family that was giving. They were giving when they really didn't have to give. It wasn't like they stored up and stocked up and saved up and they had this to give. But the love in this family's heart was to look out for the ones that were were not were less fortunate than them. And then when they had a situation come up on them where their last of what they had to give was taken from them. It's like the father came in and looked out for them, just the same in the same way that they were looking out for others. And when you start getting to that point, it takes a lot when you don't have to. When you have, it's easy to give when you think you got it. But when you know that next week is coming to you, so. But most of the time, it's easy to go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Because you know, next week you're going to have it. But it's a different mindset you have to go into when next week you don't know if it's going to be there. But you had enough faith that you knew you were doing the right thing when you were given it, and you believed that the Most High would honor what I'm doing. And then to watch the Father come back and take care of you. Read that. And, and, uh, I'm going to start with that. That's perfect. And then to know that the Most High would come back and take care of you, to have that type of trust, that's what I feel has to be rebuilt. Because the scripture talks about a, um, um, come on, it talks about um, because of uh, um, sort of ill dealings or something like that. Yeah. Something that something that nature was something along that line. Yes, yeah. Uh, we gonna start at Toby chapter four. I need a the bar. If you gonna call in, call in because I need the reader. Toby, we gonna start at Toby chapter four. Perfect. 
and we're going to read verse 8, and then read verse 9. Verse 10. <laughs> All right? So I'm going to start there, man. I'm going to go ahead and read it while I have a shot to get this other scripture. But we we, have, we want to make we want to make this the point. So I'm going to start at Tobit. In the, in the Apocrypha, Tobit chapter 4, and I'm going to start at verse 8. Okay? Tobit 4 and 8. I'm speaking right. Yeah, still there. It says, if thou hast abundance, give alms accordingly. If thou have but a little, be not afraid to give according to that little. I love the scripture. Because it is, sometimes it's easier. Like I said, it's easier to give when you do have an abundance or when you know it's coming back to you, you will give. And the most I tell you to do that. Give when you have the abundance. You know you have the abundance to go on and give, do it. He said, but if thou have a little, be not afraid to give according to thy little. I'm going to trust. Don't be afraid to trust the Most High. For thou layest up a good treasure, verse 9, for thou layest up a good treasure for thyself against the day of necessity. And you'll start watching the fact that when I had a little and I gave, you'll never lack because of the time you need it, at the time that is, you have necessity, you need, the most High make sure he's there. And that is a relationship that I feel a lot of people, especially when they come into the Bible, that's that side and that relationship that they fight to develop. He's to be the wisest and the man of wisdom when you got a good job and you got, uh, uh, you got income coming in and you got a business over here and this and that. Sometimes – it's almost like a fool's gold because that security makes you think that, well, you know, because of my investment and my choices and my decisions, this is why I have this. But you, but you, but what always, always going to be the question, how is your relationship with the most high? Because if I believe that the things that I do, get me here. What about when I don't have, but someone need, or I only have enough. <laughs> I only have enough for me. That little, I'll say, you know what? I can still spare. I can still help. The father said, in that person's mind, it says, for thou layest up a good treasure for, for thyself against the, same, the day of necessity. Because that alms do, do deliver from death. This way of giving, it delivers from death and suffering not to come into darkness. This is the thing that's going to keep the Father with you as you go down this path called life, as you start to hit obstacles that you couldn't have prepared for. Verse 10, verse 11, for alms is a good gift unto all that give it in the sight of the most high. See, it's easy to stand up. We know that from church. So the collection plate come around, 
I'm making a whole lot of noise because I want everybody to see what I'm giving, what I'm doing, rather than it being I saw somebody that needed, and it and it was that choice, man, because I know I got a family to feed. I know I got responsibilities, but this person may need. Here you go. We just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and, and give it because the Most High look out, and I gave because I believe that the Most High was gonna look out. God, he, he, as you see what's going on, he's going to look out. I'm doing it in his sight because there's no one that can give me glory for that. And there's not always a guarantee that the person that I gave is going to be able to give it back. It was a meal. They might not be able to get that meal back. And we've seen, you know, that religious mindset like uh, uh, we watch like homeless people. You gave that and all kinds of thoughts went through your mind. Man, I'm not. I'm not giving him that because all I know he's gonna do is buy some wine. All I know he's gonna do is buy some buy some drugs. But he's gonna do this and that. But if I take that man to get a meal, I know that man ain't getting me back. But I know that's gonna come for the most high, right? This is bad. You're going to know. We're gonna read this right here. Hold this. The bar you here. Bar Kawhi, you there? Hello. Hello. Hey, I need you to get Luke chapter six. In verse 32. Um, 30. Luke chapter 6, verse 30. And down. Yeah, go down. <laughs> you call right on time. Are you on speaker? Yeah, I'm on speaker. Are you there? Let me turn it up next to you. Yes, I'll be up. Good boy, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay. So we're going to read that, right? Uh, what are we reading? Was it 4 and 11, right? We finished 11. Okay, now now he's going to read Luke, chapter uh, 6. And you're going to start at verse 30, okay? You need me to? Yep. Luke 6 and 30. That's it. <clears throat> okay. So we're in Luke, chapter 6, and verse 30 reads, Give to every man, give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. Should even if he even if he borrowed it or he took it, I then I didn't. It just got that desperate, man. It got that desperate. I seen that. I see that loaf of bread on the table, man. I I knew I know the scripture says, "Thou shalt not steal," but shit, I'm I'm sorry. I I panicked. I didn't know what to do. What's that? Christ is even letting us know that even when it gets to that point, somebody took something, they took away thy goods. Ask them not again. I'm not going to – you got that? Uh, listen, man, you see this? Like what he might say. You seen that? You seen that? FF Bobby? No. He that $20. <laughs> he said that when I, he said he know he owed my money. When I see him again, we gonna be we we gonna be fighting because he he owes me this money. Maybe Bobby ain't got it to give. Maybe it, this was the, the the point that he needed it more than I needed it at that point. 
But in the description of the apocalypse, it tells you about uh, guilt of the godly man. Um, but you're looking at this, and we're reading, we're figuring out, man, the, the fact that we're giving, can I trust, can I trust the Most High that this is what he wants, and by me doing the things that he wants, this is where I'm getting my blessing from. It it don't have to make sense. And a lot of a lot of, of what we do is we believe wisdom is what makes sense to us. Or if what's profitable to us, that's not necessarily wisdom, because that was the case then Esau would be the wisest person ever right now. So they selling dope. Lying, cheating, stealing, doing all kinds of negative things and, and making billions that profit themselves. So if their money does not, um, I would say represent, or uh, uh, if their money and the way they get their money is not an example of righteousness, we're supposed to go in this book and start looking at this Bible and start figuring out the things that we do. What is it that the Father looks at as honorable? And that that is that those are the actions that he rewards. Because this truth is based on serving the Father is based on certain actions that you do that link with the Bible. Christ operated this way. The apostles operated this way. The prophets operated that way. And the prophets that operated a certain way and the Most High blessed it, that's what we read about Tobit. Because whatever alms Tobit was doing, that made the Bible so that we can now come follow that pattern. Now we're reading one in Luke. With Christ, with, with, in Luke, it was scribed what Christ did. And these actions were looked at as honorable in the eyes of the Most High. So we have to now start patterning our lives after the things that make us look honorable in his eyes and then trust that if I do the right thing, that he's always going to be there for me because I chose to do the right thing. So read that again, I Luke chapter 6 and verse 30 reads, mm -hmm. give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. So if somebody asks me for gas money, then give it. Well, that, that um, uh, Christ said, uh, but you cloak. <laughs> if somebody should go a mile, go too. We're supposed to go twain. Come. If somebody was too deep for that coat, Give him like cloak also. Yeah. Christ is like, go extra. Right. Um, you know, you, you did it fast last week. I think it was last week. Going about talking about usury. Yeah. Now, I know you're talking about as far as works right. and, and what we're building, but if we look at what Christ is, is, is expecting from us as Christians, if we're actually really following him, where are we giving the extra? Con. Not the minimum, <laughs> but where are we giving the extra? Where, right. am I, where, am I, where am I where am I putting somebody else first and giving them the extra? Yeah. And, and, and not in this, this mindset of I'm owed something. Right. You owe me. Y'all owe me. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm owed something as opposed to, you know what, but what, how much I did for me, for what Christ did for me, 
I, oh, right. And there can never be anything I could give or, or, or could do. Then now all of a sudden the most high owes me something. Uh, that, there, ain't no, there ain't no match. You can't you can't match. You can't, you know what Blake said? You can't that I was that I that, that phrase opening the door. You listen, right. it's like that matter. Every time you open the door, the most high open the door for you. Or you open the door for me, I'm open the door for you. Right. You open right. the door for me. You can't beat him, but you open the door for us now. You open the door for this person. Or you gave for this person. This is how you receive the, the things that that you need, like we're reading, those those are alms. This is the works that the Most High is looking at that we're supposed to be doing. Put it this way. We use the teaching. The, te- the Bible and the teaching is a tool to bring somebody into the church. I'm going to teach you about your nationality. I'm going to teach you about serving the Father. And the key word is I'm teaching you how to serve the Father. So when you start to learn the Bible, you're learning the character, the conduct that is expected of you, of the Father. As we look at this and we start watching the the patriarchs of the Bible and the people that are written in the Bible, they did a lot of giving, a lot of sacrifice. Then the Father, then Peter and Paul, Paul the Romans comes back and says, you had to present your body a living sacrifice. That means I'm constantly giving. I'm constantly making myself second to somebody else's needs. This person needed, and, and you know, most, and it'd be all those tests that we fail day to day because we'll look at somebody and because it's taxing, which I hours. Time in. Um, you you doing this and you you like shoot. My my account is low, or my my food stamp. Yeah, that stamps, but man, government done cut it. Then they've been waiting on this paperwork and all the the, the the mind games to go through your head. And the father's like, this is your duty. Your duty is to now give. Take care of. You got to walk. Let's go. Yes, I can. Okay, the fire trigger To walk up. To walk up. Yeah. You don't even need to walk. Yeah, you don't even need to walk. Yeah, you don't even need to walk. Yeah, you don't even need to Everybody now knows. Everybody knows like y'all. Watch the language. The lady is telling you, though. We look at Naomi and say, We look at Naomi and say, H&M. H&M keeps that door open. You know, I'm noticing one thing. Why are our seats and our numbers and our attendance? As low, so at hard times, and we, and like Skip was talking about, he said, as uh, as times get hard, men become lovers of their own self. Mm-hmm. They become haughty. They become proud. But I, I don't want to help. I'm not as open to give the things that people need. We, we got to down to a science. I teach because me opening my mouth. It's free. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I like running my mouth half the time anyway. 
<laughs> you get a pleasure out of yeah, but I was dropping it. I was dropping it. But it was time to drop some money, man. And uh, um you know, I got bills, but you know I got bills too. Right. My family's just around <laughs> You're doing all that or it's like or that that that, that family says that wife trying to follow her husband. Why are you always getting it? Why did why are you letting him take advantage of you? That's the catch word. All right. I feel like I was taken advantage of. But coming into the truth. These niggas is trying to play me. Come. They trying to get over on me. These right. stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. This is an adult hour. We right, right, right. We coming up with that night. That the thinking becomes, they, these niggas trying to play me. Right. They trying to get over on me. Because I'm stupid. So, so the hell with that. You know what? I'll put something in when I see what everybody else, when I see what everybody else puts in. Then I'll see if I still need to put in. Wow. It'll be that type of thinking as opposed to, like what Christ said, if you have abundance, give a course of abundance. Come. If you have but a little, then give don't don't be afraid, afraid to give go. to that little. Come. But we really have, these, I love these type of classes because the scripture tells us this also. It says, he that teaches another, teaches not himself. Right. That, that am, I, am I still in the right mindset? Am I still giving like I'm supposed to be giving? Time. It, uh, like, so we're talking about money, but it can be time. Right. Am I giving my time like I should be giving my time? Or am I like, nah, I, I, I can't. I, I, I won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's many different resources that it might not be a financial resource, but it could be any other resource that I have an abundance in. Am I giving that or even for the little bit I do have? Am I afraid to get going to that little because of the worldly mindset? Yep. They're trying to play me. I ain't gonna have enough for me and mine. Uh, me and my, uh, uh, we gotta eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my uh, uh, me and my family we gotta eat. We gotta we, uh, we we need this and we need that. We take that mentality, but we can make a little what Christ did. Right. As as we keep reading in uh, 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 Luke six, right? If we consider the disciples. After Christ, uh, they healed that 5,000 uh, at one time, 5,000 men at one time. Christ said, all right, now feed them. <laughs> and the father was like, right. we got two pieces of fish and five loaves of bread. How are we going to feed this many people? And, and Christ, again, if we can refer back to this scripture right here, if you have four times for our learning, yep. Don't be afraid to give according to that little. You break that. Up. Stop breaking it. Stop breaking. Start giving. Start giving. Yep. And in giving, what the most I do is at the end of feeding everybody. <laughs> they had twelve baskets, whereas it was twelve disciples who were about to split two fish and five loaves of bread. Each of them now had a basket of yeah. fish and a bread of food that was overflowing, and everybody got taken care of. So you know, you think of a negative, a negative man, a man don't trust the most high. I would accept it with 5,000 people with two people's fish, and everybody got a little bit of peace. Because the whole time in my mind, I'm thinking, I still got to eat. So I'm going to give y'all a taste. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
see my face. He's not. Oh, let me cut off this the right. tail part. It's the tail Christ. But I'm like, we ain't supposed to be eating the fed anyway. So I just had a little meat of the tail. But I made sure I shared this part of it. So I did something for you. Come in. That's all right. That even Peter, when Christ said that, Peter was like, how are we going to feed all these people? Come on. We don't have enough money to go to the, to, to go to the market and get enough for everybody. Right. What are we supposed to do? And Christ, in, in that faith, if you have faith in the most high, don't be afraid to give according to that living. Come And he and and the disciples were able to see by uh, applying this and doing this, the more fact comes through. Yep. And so I like this too, man, because you watch, and you you can tell when that spirit of not trusting the most high. That's what it really is. And that's what you're right. You, know, you, you just don't trust that the fathers will give it back. You don't trust that the bastard coming to you. You because because you can't see it. There's no way they can saw that coming. Five loaves of bread and two fish. You don't make a basket of loaf a bread out of loaf. Mm-hmm. That don't happen. It's, that's against the laws of physics. There's no way you can give something away, and then this much comes back. Okay. Where is this coming from? But because I can't see or I can't control where it's coming from, I'm afraid to give. But I'm afraid to trust the most high. And as I said, and again, turning to myself, I want to look so much at people. I'm going to look at so much at, at, a, at a person. I forget this, like the scripture well, you started with in, in over that this is pleasing to the most high. That I start, I keep looking at men, and I know this nigga mm-hmm. is going to do pay me back. This person ain't going ain't going to look out. Yep. This person ain't going to be like this, and it's, it's been a total amnesia. <laughs> the Most High, I'm doing this to please the Most High. Uh, I, 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 no, but I laugh because of this reason. I laugh because on the same note that a person can say he ain't going to give it back, right? You can you can be have abundance and still expect like what why should I give to him? He he ain't never did nothing for me. Like supposed to looking like look at what I'm giving you. Why would you expect him to give when I've been doing it? I'm giving you this, I'm giving you this, I'm giving you this, but you still are looking you don't trust me at all. You you don't believe in me. You have no faith because the whole time I've been giving and taking care of the giving, you're still looking for it to come from somebody who don't really actually have it to give to you, but you'll have a head trick. You'll be reluctant to help. You'll be reluctant to take care of because you're, you believe that if this person loved me or if this was fair, this person would be given back. And the most I like, no. They were already giving. They were already doing it. This wasn't about if this person was going to give or not give. The most I want to see, will you treat someone the way you want to be treated? Yes. That we're going to read, yeah. We're going to read, uh, this little, uh, read, read, start at 30 again, and we're going to go right into 31, okay? Todd, uh, Luke chapter 6 and verse 30 uh, reads, Give to every man that asks of thee. And of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. 
and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. And as one again, and as and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. So it, the same way you want somebody to be there for you, he said you have to do the same thing likewise, right? You got to do it first. We, we have to come. Come. The most I'm looking for it. That's what we can we'll keep reading down, but this is what he's looking for. The same, you, you, this is what you want. Then it's expected of you to do it first. Perfect point. You, if we don't be in that mind frame. We're not in the mind frame of doing it first. We're in the mind frame that I'll do it when you do it. And if you ain't doing it, hell, I ain't doing it. Most likely not, that is not the way this works. This is, this is a giving program. I'm gonna keep saying that. This is give first in honor of the Most High. Everybody we read in the Bible, they were giving before anything was received. And if, even if the ones that didn't have, I didn't even expect it to come from them. The Most High was like, it was gonna come from me. But you still have to give and then wait for me and trust that I'm going to have your back or now things will work out for you because I took care of it. Keep reading that. Um, Luke chapter 6 and verse 33 or 32. Uh, 32? 32 reads, For if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? None. None. There's nothing honorable about the fact that you show love to the people that's already showing love back to you. You already know it's coming back to you. They don't honor that. That is not what Christ is looking at to honor you. He said no. So when he asked that question, the answer is none. Twenty-one. Okay. Read on. As for, uh, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Stay there. As a, I got to read this. It's all right on the way today. Say what you had, Gamar. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1 to add to that point. It says, so Christ said this here in um, Luke 6, 32. Uh-huh. For if he loves them which love you, what thank have ye? All right. So now we're going to read. Uh, Ecclesiastes. Right. Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha chapter 12 and verse 1. It says, when thou wilt do good. Know to whom thou doest it. Am I doing this for men or am I doing this for the most high? Beautiful. Because we'll take this. Oh, we've always used this, but we took it as you got to know if this person is righteous, if this person. No. I have to know that this is in honor of the most high. When I did this for you, when I taught that class, when I uh, made that sacrifice, when I gave that ride, when I fed you that meal, this was an honor. I knew who I was doing it for. The most high was watching that. I'm trying to get his attention, right? Well, thou will do good. Know to whom thou doest it. So shall thou be thanked for thy benefits. That the benefit I'm benefiting somebody else. Huh. That now I'll be thanked for benefiting somebody else. So the I most, know I'm doing yeah, it for man. the most high. So the most high says thank you. Because what you did benefited someone else. 
Thank you. Read on. Luke 6.32. Oh, go ahead. You sure? No, go back to Luke 6.32. We're going to get this again. Read 32 again. Read 32 again. Con, Luke chapter 6 and verse 32. Read. For if you love them which love you, what thanks have ye? Read it again. For if ye love them which love you, what thanks have ye? None. None, because there's no benefit to it. The only person that's benefiting is you. The most I'm looking for is benefits. You, he's looking for what benefited that person. Right, it's... It's it's uh if if I could say um just like if you suffer uh Wait, you're before you make that point hold on before you make that point read just read this down please read it down to thirty five and it and then you can bring in your point I promise because it's gonna go right together all right um for sinners also love those that love them this the and, you know like this is a worldly process I. A worldly process is everybody does what benefits them, not what truly is looking out for someone else's benefit. Go ahead. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? None. Three. For sinners also do even the same. People don't even need to, that aren't even in the Bible do that same thing. People who have no idea about the most I could, 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 couldn't even spell the word Jesus. They have that same worldly wisdom. God, it's all it's always ulterior motive. It's, not, it's always Salvation Army, the food bank. Yeah. You think they're giving the, to, to to look out for your benefit? No, they're not. I gave you the little, but I went and got a check from the government. I got a grant. I got this and that. So I'm giving you. Old cans of cream corn and, and, and old bread, some old fruit. And some tattered clothes. Yeah, up to right. But what am I getting? I'm getting the granite. So truthfully, it really wasn't for your benefit. I did it because it's always about my come up. How do I look good in what it is I'm doing? But I'm, I'm going to paint the twist, make the illusion that, I was doing something to help the community. I was doing something to help this family. I was giving charity. I was giving charity. I was giving alms. Go ahead. Con, um, Luke chapter 6 and verse 34 reads, And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners, for sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. 35, but love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. What does that last part say? Hoping for nothing again. So so there was no, I'm not expecting to get paid back. The expectation was I gave it. There was I wasn't looking for nothing to come back. Christ said, "This is the this is the way I was supposed to show love, but love your enemies and do good to them that lend, hoping for nothing back, hoping for nothing again." Read. 
Khan, but love your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. He said, for he is, the most I've been looking at the fact of the intent behind the giving. The intent behind the work that you're doing. I'm working, but I'm hoping for something. I'm hoping to get something. This has got to, I look at, I'm that, I have the mind of the world. This has got to benefit me. And from day one that we walked and we opened that book, that was a part of the understanding that we were learning as we were being taught the Bible. This is about giving. This is about taking care of waking our people up to their nationality, learning to take care of them, helping them. <clears throat> it was always that, that saying that was said, okay, y'all, y'all, are teaching the, y'all teaching the Bible, but what are you doing for your people? What are you doing for them? What, is, what are you, as a, as a group, what do y'all do for y'all people? And it was the motivation to open a business was based around that. The motivation to go out and street speak or go out and hand out a sandwich or whatever it was, the motivation was that. What, what can I do to help? Never once, I knew the people I was helping, we wouldn't get nothing back. If I'm on Venice Beach or I'm on um, Skid Row and we out there ha- ha- feeding people, I already knew the sandwich went out. Wasn't nobody buying that and it wasn't, it wasn't coming back to me. There, wasn't no, there was never no government program that was doing this or doing that for us. None of it was. When we was either putting schools together, I remember, I remember for the longest time at the stream, we always had the, um, the food bank. Mm-hmm. Back there behind the kitchen. <laughs> Back there behind the kitchen, you go through the, through the kitchen, bathrooms right there in the little closet, big, big closet. They were storing, stocking up food, storing. But a lot of that food we started stacking up. The families that came in that needed, you start watching it diminish. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, as, as people started to come into the truth, there were certain things that they needed. It was like, you know, we got to go on and hit them up. Go on and give it. Go on and feed it. Here's a bag of beans. Here's a bag of rice. Here's some canned goods. Go out there and get them what they need real quick. And the most we never thought. Well, we got to keep a record of where this is going or, 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 or do these people really need this? Was never no thought. We just went on and did those things, and the Most High was honoring it. But the Most High didn't honor any individual, the, the program group. Other people started coming to class. Other people was getting the help that they needed, but that was, what, uh, that was the upbringing. I remember being in New York. And I mean, the brothers had one of the one of the brownstones into like uh, it was almost like a soup kitchen. But I remember having to get up. Yeah, going it was it was breakfast. Having to get up, we had just came in from for the Passover. We were there for a week and we was eating in the same line. But it was people that was able. Other brothers from that 
was in that Deliflet area, the camps. They was coming over there, man. I remember the brothers feeding. Breakfast was good. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't slop. It wasn't shit thrown together. Home meals. Those are the things that that I've held on to through the years, and they have inspired. Well, they didn't have to do it. You could tell the condition of the way they was, the way that home was, and where they was living that they didn't have. It wasn't like brothers rolling in dough. Some of that food was from food banks to wherever they was having. I'm not mistaken. They was going and getting money, food that was coming from the food bank delivered, and they was cooking the meals for people to come out and be able to eat. Yeah. But. Those are the actions that the Most High is looking and seeing. When are we doing the things that don't benefit us? There's nothing coming back from it. So it wasn't like somebody was going to see it and be like, man, you know what? You got it right. Uh, or, you know what? We saw what y'all was doing out there, man, and we wanted to write y'all a check for uh, a couple of million because y'all are out there feeding the homeless or feeding the people that are just less fortunate. But we did get paid. As a body, you watched you watched those acts, and you watched the Israel grow from those acts of kindness and those acts of love. Those are the things that were remembered with, with that. The thing that, that does stand up for me, on top of you mentioning all that, the thing that really stands up for me is the example that R.L. set in following Yahweh He left five families, five wives with children in New York to come and do us service. Come. We didn't have any money. And then when he first came down, one of his wives, Bayana, was having uh, uh, convocations with the son, uh, Ariel Abad. Uh, and they were saying that, look, um, you need to get back up here because no one's going to make it. Either she was going to lose the baby or Ariel was going to lose her. And I remember when we heard it, we was like, man, you ain't get back up there. Yohanna, it was Yohanna, myself, Arad, and Kariel. We was up at uh, Kariel's apartment. And uh, I was like, nah, the, mo- the most I got this. And he stayed. And then lo and behold, she was all right. He was all right. And then we saw him at Ariana's going home. Yep. So did. That, that's when that's it. That's when the time is <laughs> that's, that's why I couldn't. Stand next to this dude. Look, just like Ariana. Charming, very engaging, and he says, "Yeah, my name is uh, Arielaba, and I really didn't get a chance to know my father. I've heard a lot about him, but I really didn't get a chance to know my father." And that's why I couldn't stop crying. It was at that moment I could not stop crying because of the sacrifice that Ariella gave and the example that he shows. It wasn't about making sure he just stayed back and made sure his family was straight. God. That he has to make sure that, that he's got to provide for them because they in the truth also. The example he said was, like Christ told disciples, everyone who's forsaken, house, father, mother, sister, wife, children, lands, for my sake. And we can see where the growth 
Come on, five camps popped up right now out, of, out of nowhere. God, damn it, five camps popped up out of nowhere. Right. But we can see where this man took these same scriptures mm-hmm. and was an example of that. Whereas he could have just went ahead and been like, look, I got five families. I can't go out there. Right. Who's going who to make sure my family's taken care of? Who's going to make sure my wife's taken care of? Who's going to make sure my kids taken care of? Who's going to make sure that, that, that the bills are being paid? I, I got I to gotta, I gotta stay here and handle this. Uh-huh. But thank the most high, he didn't take that mentality. Right. And we can see where, again, five families, five, damn. Yeah. Five families back in New York and in five camps. Camps, hell yeah, brother. I just yeah, put this right. going on. Oh, my God. What you can see from everything that's been given up, the most high is steady giving back. He gave him bigger families. He gave this like crazy thing, which I was saying, because you're forsaken. He said, I was going to give you a, a hundredfold in this life and the life to come. It was all about what we've decided to now, what we were deciding to give. That's why when we read this scripture and, and, and going here, Ecclesiastes 12, it says, do good to the godly man. Only the Father, you, we don't know who, we don't know who we are doing what we're doing for. But the Most High knows who this is for. And whatever was about if this person, what potential, what was going to come? We was in Albuquerque. That was, bro. We, if you, if you, if you knew, if you could tell Ariella about what we was doing in Albuquerque, we did not look like or even come off or even seem like we was the, a class of brothers that he should be ready to sacrifice for because we wasn't serious about nothing. He was young. We riding around playing hide in the back seat with the white girl and all kinds of dumb shit. <laughs> we driving around. Uh, we was we was kids, but somewhere the Most High saw something that we may have not seen, or we or couldn't have been seen. But if we looked at Ariala, he was serving the Most High. That was his mind frame. Uh, we going out of, we going out of Cook That's a bunch of brothers down there. We going. I don't even know who Yohana is. Yohana is. I don't know who Mashaba is. I don't know who Karia is. I'm doing this for the most high. Uh, this is a, this is the work. This is what this is about. This doesn't benefit me. This was all done out of love because there was no benefit for it. Do good to the godly man, and thou shalt find a recompense. And if not from him, yet from the Most High. For the whole time, the Most High already knew, I'm sending you to men, to people who can't do nothing for you. I can offer a floor. I may offer a couch. I remember going to Cali because it gave a house, but it wasn't a mansion. And those people on bags to everything else, but the whole spirit was like the water system. I know what this is for. If this gets us here on this floor, so this work can get out, then we're going to be right here on this floor. And that was the, you're right, that was 
the that was the message that he put out there. Right. I was back there in that little uh all y'all was back in that little office. That shit wasn't but that shit was about as big as that damn uh, bathroom closet I I can't remember it wasn't that big. Before we yeah, before we turn into an office line. Before we before we bust that wall down and open it up a little bit, that thing was about that big as the closet. It was able to fit two bunk beds in the back there and a little bitty hallway between them. Little like almost like a kid's room. I watched men sleep in that room, come out dressed up in garments, never complained once about that condition. It was for the most high. The most high knew who the godly man was, who I was doing it for. It wasn't that person that can, he ain't godly because he can pay it back. He ain't godly because he has something that he can now contribute to you. That don't make him godly. The fact that you went because you were sin. The, it's what made them godly is when we read Luke, what Christ told the 70, the 70 of the, uh, disciples, mm-hmm. when he sent them out, he said, go to every house. And that's it. And if they receive you, he said, let your peace be there. And whatever they have to give, live up what they have to give you then. I don't know if this person's godly or not. I know that I'm honoring what I'm supposed to for the most high. But look at all of the, the the brothers and sisters that have come and have stayed in this work because the thought pattern that that man or that, that brother, that elder brother, that young brother, brothers always at mind frame, this is me getting out here and doing the work of the most high. I know that this is what's honorable in the father's eye if it's starting out feeding this brother with milk and dropping the truth on him and then getting him to this point and helping that family grow, helping that sister get in order, helping the people fight to get their children right, or whatever it may be, I already knew that them coming through the door, there wasn't anything that they were going to be able to give me. It was all about me giving it was the investment that the Most High is looking at. God. It says, it says, there we'll, can no we'll yeah, back in the apocalypse, right? There can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil, nor to him that giveth no alms. Can none good come to you? You're wondering why, why the most high blessed me? Because it's only all you ever think about is you. Your whole motivation for what you do is for you. Why would the father think about you when the only thing you've been doing is thinking about you? We both can't. That's the hardest. That's not the mind of the father. Christ said you had to esteem others better than yourself. That is the mind of the Father. That means someone else every day was more important than me. And we watched camps and cities grow because somebody esteemed the next person more than himself. And we're not growing now 
because we're always occupied in evil, nor do we give alms. I'm not doing something without looking for benefits, looking for something to come back to me. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Let me read this real quick. In verse 24, let no, it says, let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth. Is he taken care of? Is he prospering? We can see, we, you know, if we look and we can really start to put together, we can put the pieces together. And I'm glad that Michelle, we're taking it back to the days that it was five camps strong, growing camps. But in those growing camps, there was a lot of giving. Council was going on till the break of dawn. Sisters and brothers opened up their doors. You didn't, worry, you didn't have to worry about it. What the days that a brother had to sleep in his car? I never heard that, the truth. I never heard of a, where a couch wasn't opened up. I never had to hear a brother say, um, uh, bro, I'm going to have to get back to you because, you know, I'm going to have to talk to my rib. You know what I'm saying? Or I never heard a sister not saying, no, sister, but Joe says you can stay here. Here, we'll give our house. We'll give up our. I remember going to Houston, not Houston, but uh, Atlanta. When we got to Atlanta, crib wasn't ready. We we just we just met the brother that was in Atlanta on shows. We we drove up. I mean, we came from uh, we came from Florida. You were Florida. Yeah, we went up there and met with Abdullah. Just met the brother. Then we we leave. Me, you, and was it? Uh, uh, I think it was Yashala. We go up. It was it was Yashala. It was us. We drove up there, and, and we 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 the brother opened his whole home. Matter of fact, he moved his family into his room, and he gave up the two gave up his two kids' rooms to make sure the brothers was comfortable, and then. When the spot we was getting together fell apart, we had to wait for another department. We must have stayed for like two months. This time was crammed that little bitty room. It was about the word getting out. It was about the camp growing. It was that was it was it was nothing to sacrifice because it was about the work. It was about the most high. So when I'm looking at how the world we're living in and things we're going through, the only thing we're doing is it's not about people. It's about the fact that as time has went on, I've stopped trusting the most high. I've convinced myself that me having to sacrifice for the Father, that ain't the right direction, man. I don't see no benefit from it. All I see is loss. All I see is loss. How are you supposed to? When you give anything, there's Lost. I'm the same person that has not sat back in my life and seen from the loss that's been there, where's the father not taken care of? If my family, my family was sacrificing, we sacrificed, and also my woman lost the job. Then the most I blessed with a better fucking job. Here's my language. She had a better job. That didn't come from her education. That didn't come from uh, 
her work ethic and her, no, that came from the Father because of the sacrifices that you were making. All of a sudden, man, first you got into a car accident. First was giving and giving and giving, and all of a sudden I wrecked my car. When that same accident, <laughs> I'm just trying to get a $20,000 settlement. But you was, the most I was looking, there's so many ways the Spirit looked out for. But we don't give none of the credit to the most high. It's like we trusted the Father. And I learned, damn, if I keep doing this and I keep sacrificing and I keep giving, just hoping that I'm pleasing the most high. Look at what could be taken care of. But I don't look at it like that. I look at, well, you know what, I've been sacrificing, but shoot. Where's mine? Yeah. Or, or I had to go to the world just to get this. I didn't get a good job after I left the church. I didn't start getting blessed until I got out of order. That is a that is a man, that is a person that has put their trust in man or put their trust in the world and not seeing that the Father controlled all realms. He controlled both sides. I could, there's nothing out there that's going on that I know y'all living in this world. So that was no different if you found a wallet. That wasn't what, you know, I was just, you know, that, that's karma. That's that's just luck of the draw, man. Or, you know what, I was in the right place at the right time. No, that was the father know you needed something, so I gave it. And you can, you, can, you can put a twist on it any way you want to put a twist on it, but it don't change the fact that's the most high taking care of you. No different than when you lose it. And it's not there. That ain't got nothing to do with your wisdom. That ain't got nothing to do with your what it's it's the sacrifices that you're not it's the mindset and the sacrifices that you are doing the things you're doing. So you stop giving so the most high stop giving. You stop doing it for him, so he stopped doing it for you. The scriptures do say, he said, Whatever a man sow, that's all he also reap. He said, If you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. Nothing you have is going to last. You are going to keep, the car is going to keep breaking down. The home, you'll keep losing the home. You're going to keep dealing with sick kids. You're going to keep uh, uh, inflation going up, but you're not making more because you've sown to the flesh. Everything is about you. He said you're going to reap corruption. Anything corrupted is spoiled. It ain't going to last. He said, but if you sow to the spirit, I'm supposed to sow to the relationship between me and the Father. If I sow to that, he said, you will reap eternal life. You will reap life evermore. I'm going to keep giving to you because you're sowing to a relationship between me and you. Every time you woke up, the, the thoughts in your mind were, what can I do to honor you today? as opposed to the hustler. What can I do today to get my money? What what wisdom what, what shit oh man. Then we, we started to get crazy with it. Oh man, the most high blessed me, man. I use wisdom and you know I went over here and I knocked on the door because the scripture do say knock and the and the door will be open to you. Right. He said ask should be closed mouth, don't get fed. I'm laughing because I have to think we be, we look at these sayings and we, 
He's worldly. Jake says that we, we done picked up along the way. Like, God, uh, this is spiritual. That ain't spiritual. The most I look at though, the spiritual thing was understanding that this is about me. This is about winning my favor. From day one, this what this is about. Did you win my favor? Did you gain my attention? Did you store a treasure? Did you store me? I'm the treasure. As the father, that's the treasure I'm supposed to be storing up. That father, I did this for you. I did that for you. I did this for you. I did this for you. So what I need, when it's time for me to receive, those are the things that are going to speak for us. So when it's your time to receive, what is the father looking at? I don't have an account of what speaks for you. You haven't invested in this account. You received your reward. You were trying to get rich. You were trying to be comfortable. You was looking out for you. You got it. You received your reward. But you can't come back now looking for the Father. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Well, Jesus was in the equation. When you was looking to benefit yourself, he was in the equation. The, the mind of Christ wasn't there enough. So what, well, brother, that all. So the father looking and saying, you didn't give alms. There can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil. There can no good come to him that giveth no alms. Give to the godly man and help not the sinner. You have to sit be yourself. Nice. You keep trying to help you. Do well unto him that is lowly, and give not to the ungodly. Hold back thy bread, and give it not unto him, lest he overmaster thee thereby. <laughs> you get we, we get over the whole time. All I'm doing is getting over on myself. I thought this is righteousness. I thought this is wisdom. And the father the whole time is, okay, who was the lowly in this scenario that you looked out for, that you gave for, that you doing this for? Who is this benefiting? At the end of the day, if it's only benefiting you, then all you gave to was the sinner. You gave it to somebody who didn't even need it. The time we waste, the time that we're supposed to be giving, right? Because your time can be off. But if all I did was give that time to sleep and I gave that time to movies, who benefited from it then? The sinner, that old man in you, the carnal man in you was the only person that benefited from that. That's the person that's been getting over this whole time. It ain't been about the Father. It ain't been about giving to the Father. Let me finish this one. And else, this is for else thou shalt receive twice as much evil for all the good that thou uh, that thou shalt have done unto them. You're not getting blessed. You holding back your blessing because your life is 
is, is built around benefiting you. You have ulterior motive. It's to benefit you. And the most I know it. The most I ain't a fool. You can't trick the father. Father, know the, 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 what we're doing. Okay, yeah, I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, Christ said in, in Revelation 2 and 9, we always <laughs> jump past it. But in Revelation 2 verse 9, he says, I know thy works, tribulation, and poverty. We always should skip over that and we just go to about them who say they're Jews and are not. But I sing out of Satan. But we never take a look at Christ, Christ, Yahweh Shai, the King of Kings, the Lord Lord, saying, I do know your works, your tribulation, and your poverty. I know, I, I know what struggle you're in. That's the last book of the Bible. Yeah. That's the book of Revelations. But then, if I could come back with this, uh, these words, now in Mark chapter 4, verse 12, uh, 12 18. Uh, Gabar, you still there? <clears throat> yes, sir. Okay, let's go to Mark chapter 4, 3, verse 18 and 19 for me. Uh, Mark chapter 4, on verse, starting at verse 18. Yeah, 18, 18 and 19. Con. Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 18, reads, And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. 19. And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. Right, right. Now, I'm just going to be quick, quick with this. That It mm-hmm. says that we hear the word, and we get to the point where we forget. It's a, it, we forget is about how much we can give. I forget it's about how much I can, I can keep giving. And then, like it says, but then the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in winds up choking the word, and and it becomes unfruitful. Now my fruit towards the Most High is unfruitful. It, it's nothing the Most High can use. But I'm looking for how now me and mine come up, how I'm going to get over, and, and uh, words that, that I do remember being, that I said myself, I've been in this work all this time, and i got nothing to show for it. I've got no no material wealth, possessions, or comfort to show for it. So what what good is this? I've wasted my life. Uh, I'm 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 over fifty now. About to hit five, and then it's like when I got to show for the work I've done. I've been a fool. I'm I'm wasting my time. I should have. I should have did this. I could have did this. Why didn't I do this? And that's just that's just evidence to to myself. I'm letting the word get choked out. Because when I first got the word, it was about how much can I help? How much can I give? What can I give? If I if I have to give up a job to go help this work, I'm gonna give up a job to help this work. If I'm working for free, then I'm working for free. And it wasn't no thought to it. It wasn't no no no. Uh, it was a it was an honest belief 
that what I'm doing is, is for the work of the Most High. But I can see it over the years, over the decades now, how that, that, that's been chipping away at me, wearing away at me. So now I'm looking for, uh, like David said, like David said, David said, um, I was envious when I looked at the prosperity of the wicked. And I will, I, my, my speech had done this split. Uh, uh, when I see that there's no bands in their death, they, they, they don't have to worry about anything. The, the wicked prosper in this world. But he said, until I went back into the house of the Most High and, and saw that, that he set them in a slippery place to fall, that they're on top right now, but they're going to fall. They, that, that, that it's not going to last. That, like he said in Isaiah 54 and verse 5, he said, uh, um, we have sold ourselves for naught because we're going to be redeemed without money. That everything that, we, that I, this world is pushing and promoting, take care of you, be about you. Well, how you and George can be taken care of, we're going to be redeemed without money. Yeah. I'm going to read this real quick, man. It just caught me on on, the, on a, a, part that you, a point that you just said in, in, the thought, in the thoughts that go through a man's mind where it's like, I feel like I've wasted my life. You know what I'm saying? And, and honestly, yeah, for, for the for the worldly possessions and everything else that it's always felt like that moving homes, leaving this, losing wives, uh, uh, losing cars, losing uh, things that you can look back and say, man, I, I could have stayed here at this job and I could have retired here. This is that. But the one thing that the one thing that I have to say that we received for all the sacrifices and everything that we've done, the one thing that we did become was a friend to the Most High. Because knowing that whenever we needed, the Father's been there. But what I believe that has happened is we resented that friendship. We looked at what you know, you kind of, you kind of, the envy sets in a lot of times where it's like, you start seeing Jake, Jake in the world get everything handed to him. You got to jump through hoops to do all this work. He's like, man, I, I, I'm like, I'm working triple for the things that they get, and they get this loan. They ought to do every negative thing out there and still get it. But you know the sad part is? A lot of things that we don't receive, we don't realize that sometimes the best friendship is somebody who didn't let you hurt yourself or let you lose your soul behind something. And this whole time, the one thing that we have been trying to gain is that relationship with the Father, is that friendship with the Father. I'm going to read this, Isaiah 41 and, and, uh, um, and verse 8. But thou, Israel art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. The whole time, this is what was supposed to be worked, we're supposed to be working on, but, uh, that and, friendship. And, and, and I remember Christ came back and, and said how that friendship done. Oh, like, and St. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 50, he says, 
you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Yeah, man. So now, how did Abraham become the Most High's friend? He did what the Most High commanded. Yeah. Sacrifice Isaac. Yes. Look, leave leave your homes and what you're comfortable with and, and what you have control of. Right. Leave that. You, Sarah, Lot, get up out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you do that, I'll be with you. He did that. He did what the Most High, what yeah. the most high commanded him. Yeah. And that's how I became the friend of the Most High. I just want to fill this no, in. No, it's perfect because this is a this is a trust thing. This is about building. You you give your life in this truth to building a relationship. You, if if you came in for the cars and the homes and all these different things, you got, you received your reward. The scriptures do tell you. He said, it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom. Okay. If the only person that you've been focused on this time is you, you really don't know what this is about. This truth, this friendship is based on what, well, I'm not going to say just a friendship, this, this father-son relationship. Father, son, uh, we're his wife. We're Brian Cullen. This whole relationship is based on what you do for your nation. Because Christ was no different. The whole time I was here on the earth, every day was based on who I was helping, who I'm healing, what I did for the most high people. That's what we've been chosen to do. That is what... The most high, that's what's expected of us from the Father. I want you to read this one, Victor Bar. We went out of time. Go to uh, Jeremiah chapter 10, right? Con. Jeremiah chapter 10? Yep. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. Jeremiah chapter 10. Uh, chapter 10 and verse. 23. Uh, 20, 23. Right. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23 reads, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. Is not where? In himself. Go ahead. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. The most I know. He, he, I got. He got to keep guiding us. He got to keep showing the Bible to us. He got to keep helping us understand. This is not about you. I put you here, but I didn't put you here for your benefit. The Most High said Christ, but He didn't say Christ for Christ's benefit. He said Christ for the nation's benefit. You were sent for the nation's benefit. Go ahead. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 24 reads, O Lord, correct me, but with judgment. But with what? But with judgment. But you got to look at the most, that's what we're supposed to be here asking. I'm here, and the purpose of me being here, I'm looking for the most high to keep correcting me. Because I know the way of man is not in himself. I know that. I'm not supposed to be doing the methods or not. These are not my methods. They're the Father's methods. Everything I'm supposed to be doing is supposed to benefit him. So Jeremiah said, they're saying, Lord, correct me. Every time my mind wanders or my mind starts to now go to that, go to that, that my frame was just about me, 
benefiting me? The father said, okay, well, then correct. Jeremiah said, Lord, correct me. Get me back in the right mindset because I'm not doing, my mind is not in the right place. My mind is not focused on your will. Read on. Con, uh, Jeremiah chapter uh, 10 and verse 24 uh, from the top. O oh Lord, correct me, but with judgment, not in thine anger, lest thou bring me to nothing. I know all that I stand to lose. I'm, I'm in the blues at all because I'm too busy trying to do my own thing rather than go and, and do the things that you are expecting of me. And we all battle that. We all think we're doing what we want to do. And the Father, like, I didn't put you here to do what you wanted to do. I put you here to do my will. Not what you want to do. It was ever about you. You had to now trust that if this is what the Father wants, if this direction we're going in, and there are so many examples in the Bible where the Most High had to sting cats. And it was Jonah. I had to sting Jonah because I need you to go in this direction. I need you to do this. You keep trying to do something else or you trying to out with me. Our job ain't to outwit the Father. Our job ain't to be more more like like we on some level and we wiser than the most high. The most high know the direction that you're supposed to go in and I'm expecting you to go in the direction that I chose for you. I've laid this path. Hold that. Go to Proverbs sixteen and one now. Con. Proverbs 16 and 1 through 3. Con, Proverbs 16 and 1. Read. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Read it again. Proverbs chapter 16, starting at verse 1, reads, The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So the, the most I'm showing us, I prepared your mind. I prepared your mind to do what I need you to do. If we be willing. Son. <laughs> if we be willing. <laughs> this one makes this process go so long. This one, you end up hitting these brick walls, and, and you, you find your life unprofitable because there's a way the Father's prepared your mind, but you have to now trust the process. You, I got to invest. You got to think about Ananias and Paul. Paul had, Ananias definitely had to trust what the Most High was doing because we just seen this same dude as Saul he was Saul. He just left the city. He left the city Saul. He was just hiding from this dude. We watched some of our comrades and brothers not here today because of this guy. Now all of a sudden he come back and he blind and now folks now he's Paul. This ain't Paul. This is the same guy that just left. 
Now you want me to teach him? Almost whatever was invested into Ananias, it was for him. Yeah, that's your duty. I need you to do this. I need you to now, he, you go teach him. Peter was sent to vision. The most I prepared his mind. You're going to go to Cornelius. You're going to drop it here. We all know the direction that we're supposed to go in because the most I already prepared our mind. You know what's on your mind every day. It's the problem. You know what you battle with. The whole time we battle with the preparation of our mind. Mr. Wilson, pick the book up. Go over there and get to work. We'd be having some, we'd be, we'd be having, and I like the next scripture. It says, all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. We swear we're doing the right thing. We swear that because I stay away, I'm using wisdom. We swear because I avoid these things in this situation, I'm using wisdom. How can you be using wisdom if the most I already prepared your mind? I already put you on the path. The only wisdom is to follow. You're trying to come up with, you know, there's your truth. You know, I got to look out. I ain't looking for mine. I ain't looking for anybody else to look out for them. And the whole time you go to sleep, you know what you're supposed to be doing. When you got to do all that justifying, you know, you you live in a lie. All the ways of men are clean in his own eyes. But the Lord weighed the spirit. And the whole time, most of like, nope, I keep taking this from you. I keep trying to show you this. I keep, you've been reading the Bible. I keep showing you. You keep seeing it all the time. You know your purpose. I'm showing it to you. I show it to you. You might, know, you might not know it all, but you know what you're supposed to be doing. I'll put it that way. We not we not might not have every everything laid out. I might not have all the answers, but I do know what I'm supposed to be doing. Read verse three. Con Proverbs chapter sixteen and verse three reads Commit thy works unto the Lord uh-huh. and thy thoughts and thy thoughts shall be established. I don't have my mind to be in the right place. There'll be less battles going on with me because I've committed my work to the Lord. I've looked and figured out, Lord, how can I benefit you today? How can I help someone else that's important to you today? Read on. Con, um, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 4 reads, The Lord hath made all things for himself. Yeah, even the wicked for the day of evil. Five, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. What's pride? An abomination. A a controllable, higher opinion of themselves? Of themselves. 
when the only person that you are thinking about is you, the Father said, that person to have that type of mind frame is an abomination. That's a filthy, something filthy and wicked to the Father. Go ahead. Though hand joined in hand, he shall not be unpunished. This person is not going to be unpunished. It is where your mind is at. You have convinced yourself that you're above the work that the Most High is required of you. You have convinced yourself that this is not the road or the path that you're supposed to be on. And you're watching you yourself lose more and more because you don't realize that you're making yourself an abomination to the Father. This is about doing his will. This is about that relationship between him and you. This is about trusting him. You don't always have to understand it, but you got to trust. You got to trust the process. You got to trust the scriptures. You got to trust the expectation. I know what the Father is expecting of me. Let me trust that he know what he's doing. But in our pride, we become more destructive because I don't see it. I don't understand. This don't make sense. This ain't fair. We come up with all of them. The whole time we come up, this ain't fair. Do you trust me? This is, I don't understand this. Do you trust me? That's the only question he's asking. Do you trust me to get out, do this? Go do what I expect of you. Go do what I expect of you. I don't even know. I'm not even sure if the way the brother broke it down, if that was what I was supposed to be doing. Well, I'm like, you playing in mind games. And the more you play mind games, you're becoming an abomination to him playing mind games. Proverbs 20 and 4. 20 and 24. You read the next verse of Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Read 6. Proverbs 16 and 6 and 7. Proverbs 16 and 6 and 7. Proverbs 16 and 6 Verse 6. Read down to verse 8. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse Six reads by mercy and truth. Do you want me to jump down? Or? No, I want you to read all the way through. God, okay. So Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse six reads: By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. So you know, I, and, I, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you because I need you to slow down just a little bit because these are the points. Like the, you know, you as a reader, these are the things that you. You want to emphasize. The most I was trying to tell us how to, these are, these are the, the pieces of the puzzle. These are the answers to the equation. This is the keys to the kingdom. He said, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. I got it now. The only way to start that process of Clean up some of the things in me. Scripture also said about, uh, he said, if a sinner returned, 
He said, but uh, these are the keys that start to now purge the things out of you. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. Go ahead. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. So the, the fact that I'm still in this mindset is because I don't fear the most high. There's not a respect to the most high. There's not a damn, this most high going to kill. I've lost that. The most high is going to destroy me if I keep down the path that I'm on. I've lost that. All of a sudden now, I'm using wisdom. Go ahead. Con, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7 reads, When a man's ways please the Lord. His methods, right? So when a man's methods and his choices and his mindset, when a man's way, oh, he's hold on. I'm telling you, the door is open. They have the ball. Sharp. Read that for Sharp. Please tell me that. Uh, where we at? Where we at? Proverbs chapter. Uh, uh, we're in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7. All right, go, go ahead, sir. And it reads When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. You know, I'm, I'm, I, 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 this is one of my favorite scriptures. But I'm going to link this back to uh, what we read earlier in Luke chapter 6, where the Messiah says, um, if I only love them that love me, what thank have me? What thank, what thank am I going to get? If I only lend to those who can make sure they give me back what I gave them, he says, you have no thanks. And then that's when he came back and said, love your enemies. And to lend, lend to them who can't lend back to you. That will please the Most High because it's being done for the Most High. So if I reference that scripture, that precept in Luke chapter 6, but what we're reading about right here in um, Luke, uh, um, Proverbs chapter 67, the focus being what am I doing to please the Most High? Am I lending to those who can't lend to me? Am I helping those who can't help me back directly? And and, and and my like Christ told, told the disciples, you, you mentioned uh, Luke where Christ sent the seventy out. Mm-hmm. But we read the same thing in Matthew chapter ten when he sent the disciples out and told them, "Freely you have received, freely give. Don't do anything with an expectation. Don't do it. The only reason I'm doing this is so uh, I can get this, or I can get that, or or uh, the most science ain't stupid. He ain't gonna be hustled." That that the only he knows our hearts. The only reason I'm doing this is so I can get this reward. The only reason I'm doing this is so I can get that reward. I'm not doing it because I actually love the most high because I love righteousness. I'm only doing this for to receive something from it. Because if if I'm doing things to please the most high, he made my enemies be peace with me. Maybe this this person I had beef with, we cannot become friends. We cannot become brothers. We cannot become. We can become somebody. He can depend on me, and I can depend on him. God, that I might actually win somebody now. I might a person that I, that that we had tension because it says only by pride. Oh, you got to like something. Yeah. <laughs> only by pride comes contention. God. And we just read where 
the uh, those that are of a proud heart, right, are an abomination to the Most High. Oh man! So I'm stuck in my feelings about what I feel is justice, what I feel is right, what I feel I'm owed, and I keep going with that, not understanding that in that mindset, which is 100 percent against Christ's mindset, right. I make myself the enemy of the Most High. There you go. I make myself the enemy of Christ. Correct. And now this person who I, who I could be winning, this person who 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 could become a asset, this person who 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 could become a member who is a member of the body of Christ, there might be even a stronger bond, because I've esteemed him more than I've esteemed myself. I put them first more than I put myself. Not thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about the Most High, and now, now I'm winning. Now we can really be winning. Good. Get yourselves together. He got together on nation I desire. But I'm not sure you are going to go to that. Proverbs 4 and 25. I'm loving where we're going at now because we're looking at one thing. We're looking at or building off this. When a man's ways please the Most High, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And you're looking at, you can start looking at your life and you're looking at the directions that you're choosing. The thoughts that you're holding on to, you, there, there's a, there's, peace is missing. Growth is missing. Something's missing because you're holding on to something in your head. And that is the path you're choosing may not be the path that the most high is trying to get you on. How do I gauge that? Because that's, that's a big statement. How do I gauge the path that I'm on might not be the one that's the most high, that the most high one. Majority of the time, the path that we're on is only the only person that is truly being looked out for in that path is me. If I'm the person that's truly being looked out for, then, and I'm watching no peace come. I'm watching the most high just not blessing. The blessings are coming. You're on the wrong path. The path that we're supposed to be on is supposed to benefit the body or of the people that are less fortunate. They may not have what you have. There are answers that, there are answers. I said, me and you, there are a lot of answers that people need that are less fortunate spiritually. They may have more, better job, benefits, whatever it may be, but just spiritually, they suicidal. At that point, the most I'm looking at, are you going to help? Are you going to help because that's the path I put you on? Are you going to teach because that is the path that I put you on? Or am I going to keep looking for justification? Meaning, I need some type of reasoning Help me understand why I'm supposed to continue doing this. It, can't, it, it has to get to the point that the reasoning has to be because I said so or because the Bible tells me so. <laughs> it, get to that, that, it has to get to that, that simple because I know for myself, there are, I can come out, 90 reasons why I shouldn't do it. I have 99 reasons why this don't make no sense. This is a waste of time. We Jonah all day long. The sea can toss. Everything. Road is bumpy, but you know what? I, 
I always use wisdom. Right. It'll pass. I'll get through this. <laughs> we'll get through it. I'm going to watch a whole lot of TV. Just, to, just act like ain't nothing going on. I'm not paying attention to this. We're going to get through this. This will pass. I'll come out on the other side and not realizing that a lot that I went through and a lot that I'm going through, the most I'm like, you didn't have to even go through it. You just need to get off that path. You know, I'm looking at it. If we really could sit and we could have watched Jonah in that situation he was in, you would have stopped and looked and said, man, you don't know how long the most I had him in there. So he needed to learn what he needed to learn. That whole process. You don't know what the most I was doing until this man had to learn. Then you had to go through all of that just to come back to do what you were supposed to do anyway. Because this is his path. This is his direction. This is his expectation of us. We want to tell you to read Proverbs what? 425. Con, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 reads. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Read. Ponder the path of thy feet. So he told you to do what? Ponder the path of thy feet. And we have, because we know exactly what the Most High has been expecting of us. I know what I've been doing. I know what my feet have been this whole time. I know what direction the Most High has had me going the whole time. It's been up here. That's why the war battle go on. Because now it's like, I don't see the benefit of this path. Read. And let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy thy foot from evil. So even if I'm even if I'm doing one thing, the most of that, you, you in your sin, you in your sin, you just don't see it. You're sitting there not doing the what what is expected of you from me. You're in your sin. I got to, I got to, like, getting out of that funk. Like, I need to get out of this funk, man. The most I'm not pleased with this funk. The most I'm not pleased with me here doing this. Proverbs 3. Now, go to, go to chapter 3 and verse 5 now. Con, Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 reads, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Go ahead. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. In all thy and ways, do, do what? Acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. He said, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he'll do what? Direct thy paths. Now, Proverbs, I'm going to read this whole act, Gabar. I'm going to jump to Proverbs 4 and 18. It says, but the path of the just is as the shining light. That shines more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. 
if we stay on the right path, we can't get brighter and brighter. We get closer. We're, it's more clear. But you know what the crazy thing is? We're leading. The most high is using us to lead. It's a light. So now the ones behind can see where to go. If I don't turn the light on, if I'm going to stay in my funk, if I'm going to stay in my mindset, the only thing I'm doing is I am creating a path of darkness. They stumbling. They tripping up. Everybody, when it comes to the book, when it comes to this Bible, it's easy, it's easy for people to get tripped up. It's, a, it's easy for people to lack understanding. Then it's easy for a fool that has a personal that have personal gains that's looking out to benefit for themselves. All I do is trip people up because I'm the one to keep changing it up to my benefit. Chickens is carnivals and and, and, and the, anything else I want to come up with that just makes me feel good about me or makes me feel. Uh, glorious or makes me feel like I'm the authority, you're not, you're not leading people to the most high because if that was the case, you would have continued following the path or the light that somebody had you on that was getting you, teaching you about the most high, helping you understand his will. But you start opening the Bible up and you do this like this. You take the book of the Bible, you look at it, you look at the book of light, look at that Bible, and you're like, I don't see that here. I don't see that here. I'm trying to understand how you I I hear the story. I hear the, the reasoning and the justification. I just don't see it here. This is the path that we're supposed to be on. The reason I'm saying this, the Bible is the path that we were supposed to be on. This is the one that's going to only make us shine and be seen more and more in the eyes of the Most High. It's the only path. But somehow we keep putting the Bible aside and the reasoning and the things we come up with, they're not in the book. So it's hard to see how we came up with that reasoning when the Bible is the contrary, or the, or the examples of Christ, the apostles, there were, they did it. That's not the example that was read to you. We have to get back to the example that was read to us because that if it if it made the Bible, then obviously that was the path of righteousness or a, a just man's path. What verse is that? What verse are we at? Fine. Well, actually, three, uh, Proverbs three. Oh, go back to three and five. Proverbs three and five now. So we went, went to three and five. Oh, right. It was five. It was supposed to be five through eight. Right. And uh, we three. just, I just finished uh, six. So okay. now we're, okay. we're so we're in uh, Proverbs chapter three and verse seven reads, be not wise in thine own eyes, Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Go ahead. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. So if I get back on the path, then that's where the health, 
that's when the 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 the, the, the passion, the desire, the drive, it comes back into you. He said, be like, help to thy navel, moral to your bones. You know what? We know what bones, without no moral, they're brittle. <laughs> they was real brittle bones, right? Huh. And we watch, we watch ourselves when we're at our weakest point is when I have, I've, somewhere I've allowed myself to sway off the path that the Father had me on. I let the spirits, I let the spirits around me. I let situations. I let incidents. And all these things sway me from the path that the Father had me on. Or somewhere I just started, I stopped trusting. I stopped trusting the path that the Father has me on. Finish it real quick. Hi. Um, read nine, or because that was the end of it. That was in the eight? Yes, sir. Right? One more. One more scripture real quick, man. Uh, Psalms 119 and verse 123. Psalms chapter 119. And what was the verse again? 123. 123. Psalms 119 and verse 123 reads, Mine eyes fail for thy salvation and for the world of thy righteousness. Read that again. Psalms chapter 119 and verse 123 reads, Mine eyes fail for thy salvation and for the word of thy righteousness. He said, Mine eyes fade or fail, right? Fail. My eyes fail for thy salvation. Meaning they, it's like I've, I lost it. I've, I've forgotten my purpose. The, my, it's like my eye was on the prize, and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I lost it. I lost an eye for salvation. I lost an eye for the word of thy righteousness. Go ahead. 124, it says, Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy, and teach me thy statutes. Go ahead. 125, I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. I may know what you want. Go ahead. 126 reads, It is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold. Yeah, above fine gold. Read. Yeah. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. It was about getting back on the right path. Even David understood, man, I I, got, I fell off. I failed somewhere, man. I got sidetracked. My mind, everything going on, I lost my purpose. I lost my purpose. His prayer was for the Most High to now put him back. Get me right back in. Get me back in the right mind frame. Put me back on the right path. He said, "But I hated every false way. I have to look into my. That's a man looking into himself. Uh, this is. I, I hate being this way. I hate being this way. I hate being this way. 
but I failed to these ways. I failed and become the man that I'm supposed to hate. I need, I need you to fix me. I need you to, I need to be back in your commandments. I need to be back in your statute. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. I need to know what you want. I'm going to clear my head. I'm going to get back to doing what I'm supposed to do so that you can help me to understand what it is that you want. Verse 133. Read that, 133. Come on. Uh, Psalms chapter 119 and verse 133 reads, Order my steps in thy word. Read that again. Order my steps in thy word. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. <laughs> Read verse 34, right? Con, Psalms chapter 119 and verse 134. Deliver me from the oppression of man. So will I keep thy precepts. He said, uh, both of them go perfect. God. He said, order my steps in thy word. I need to now... I need to just follow the Bible and stop following my thoughts. I need to go back and follow. I need to go back to that mind frame where somebody was going into me and checking me when I got off. Now I got to use the Bible to check myself when I'm not doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Order my steps in thy word and let not thy iniquity, don't let my opinion. Let not any. Let not any iniquity, not any opinion have dominion over me. And most of the time, it's the opinions that I'm allowing or I'm taking. I'm, I put value on this person's opinion. Hang on, they'll do the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their opinion is oppressing me. God, all right. God, it's, it's pushing and weighing me down. God. This is one of the most I said. He said, don't let. Let not, this is his prayer, let not any opinion or emotion have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of men. They oppressed. You, they don't want to, they happy where they are. This, I'm not happy in captivity, but they happy here. So the, they was a, deliver me from their oppression. If this is where they want to be, well, deliver me from this. Then let them stay there because I can't do nothing for them. Deliver me from, oppress, from oppression of men so, I, so will I keep thy precepts. Thirty-five, and that's going to be it. Con, Psalms chapter 119 and verse 135 reads, Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. It's, it's like it's about getting back on the path and getting back to work, but you know what? Having enough trust in the Father. The craziest thing is everything that we think we're going to lose. And it's always that. I'm, what, if we were using the skin, what man says down to count the cost? <laughs> as far as life goes, that's not the cost I was talking about. The cost that I'm talking about is you losing me. Did you sit down and count that cost? Or the cost would have been, do you have enough to finish what you start? 
That means you were supposed to be the building. And, and looking at this whole thing, you know the crazy thing is? If I've come this far, yes, I do have enough to finish what I started. Yes. There's enough of this of this of these precepts. You've taught me your statutes. I know right from wrong. So yes, I do have enough to now finish what I started. And if I'm not doing it, it's because I've let somebody else's oppression, somebody else's you you head tripping. You stressed out about this, worried about that. You're the one that ain't got no faith. I'm letting your lack of faith keep me from the priest from doing what I'm supposed to be doing for the most high. Order thy steps in thy words, the bad scripture man. And let not any let not any opinions have dominion over you. I can't let your opinion or your emotion, like you have, now that's the authority now? Your opinion, your emotion is the authority. That's what I'm supposed to listen to above the Most High's work. So now I'm not supposed to go forward and do what I'm supposed to do and develop and build what I'm supposed to build because you're afraid because you don't trust the Most High. We're better than that. So with that, now we keep it going, man, because we, we are officially started our first debut in the, uh, in the event center. Got ball hours, so they do security walk around at a certain time, kind of handcuffed people in the damn mall. But, you know, we're glad that everybody came out to join. It's a Sabbath day. We want everybody to, we want to start the Sabbath day out in that positive note of being in the scriptures, especially the, the group that's, that's following. And we encourage more. Keep following. Keep listening. Because the topics have only gotten better. I've listed nothing but really dynamic teaching. And I know that half the time, because it's on the radio, it's harder to gauge if what's being said is being received. But the most I said, his, his word don't go out void anyway. So all we have to do is just keep putting it out there. It's going to get to whoever it's supposed to get to. So with that, we want to thank everybody for joining, and we're going to say shalom. Shalom. Shalom.